Voice check, voice check, I'm coming in smooth, just like you, I'm even better than you. I never make up bad raps, that's not my style, I'm a good rapper in the country. Yeah. Strictly handheld is the style I go, never rock the mic with the pantyhose, I strap on my ear goggles and I'm ready to go. What does it mean? What is a mic panty? Or a pantyhose mic? You mean, have you seen the video clip? I think so. Watch the video clip. Oh, for sure shot. You know, it's like these, you don't have one, but you know these grill things with rude written on them? Rude. Yeah, I've got one of those. Yeah, but you can like make them out of pantyhose. You never rock some like with them. Oh, I don't do that. It'd be kind of erotic though if you I do. think he means he doesn't want to, he, he doesn't, he doesn't, he doesn't go a, a mic stand. Strictly handheld. Style he goes. Oh, is that so a he holds the mic, you know, and just lays it down. Is that a bit of a diss for pantyhose rockers? Yeah, I think it's a bit of a diss on studio rappers. He oh. rocks it like he rocks live, because to him there's no difference. I see. It's kind of profound when you think about it. Someone's actually... There's already... Oh, maybe not. What is there already? Oh, I was going to say there's already a message board of, ex- of of lyrical interpretation. For the pantyhoe rockin'. Mm. Sense. Have you listened to the Zoe and Pia show, Campbell? No, I haven't listened to it. Why we not? Need to ta- we need to talk about that on Fangin' Around, by the way. Why? You got a beef? You want to start a beef? I'll beef with them. Well, we need to talk about it. I mean, a beef could help both our ratings. They already have. Well, a lot. they don't need any help with their rating. <laughs> Tell me about it. That's what the beef is. That's the beef. You can't have a. That's not a beef. That's a wine. No, it's a ratings beef. Have you liked their page, Campbell? Hell I li- no. I like their page. Is that the wrong thing oh, to do? Oh, Fred, they've got more likes than we do. Yeah, but that would. That just makes sense to me. Oh, what? You've got no faith in this Have product. you even liked the Fangin' Around page? You probably haven't uh, liked the Fangin' Around page. Yeah, I bet page. you haven't liked Fangin' Around. I'm going to check. I'm going to like it. <laughs> oh, fuck Facebook. Where are you? Let me just, am I even a person on that thing? Oh, I just took Facebook into Facebook. Infinite loop. Oh, look. You haven't even liked our page, Fred. How do you know that? Because there's I've like five likes and you can just look at the list to be like, oh, you're not on it. There's only We've only got three likes. Harry, James. Pia, Campbell. Claire and three others up. Watch these numbers. We're about to get a 12.5%. We've got 18 likes. We've been podcasting for what? How long, James? 10 months. 10 months. We've got 18 likes. It's a little over one a month. I am, I'm as fanging around. I can't like it as itself. Oh, that's probably I made you an ambient. That's so scary. I can't like it. I yeah, can't like so my own by product. default. Ah, see? By default, yeah. I want to like it. So we've got four friends, and one of them's made up. Cool guy. Anyway, this is killing me. Why? Their ratings are through the roof. Get on, Campbell. They want you to be their Boromir or whatever it was. Not Boromir, I wish. It's not a Lord what of the Rings the, podcast. Who was it? It's like Bronwyn or something, I can't remember. Legolas, I think. Boromir. I can't remember the name. There was some name they used to, they were using for... Uh, 
So have you listened to the podcast? I listened to it with James while they were casting it in a different room. It's not so as they, it's not as crass as ours. I mean, they don't sure. title themselves as first most offensive podcast. I think no. they should be changed to offensive podcaster. <laughs> Featuring first most offensive podcast. Yeah. And then you get your rebuttal can be, whoa, it's not me, it's yeah. just the internet. Whoa. I might just read an excerpt from an erotic novel online. Let's call it Welcome to Erotic Fiction. Do it, Fred. Not even that. I'm sure there's some website which has got, like, erotic fiction rape stories. Just get a bit of, um, slash fiction. Yeah, I guess I could go violent. No, no, no. Slash fiction's just, like, gay. <laughs> uh, it's what? Erotic. It's just gay erotic Why is it fiction. called slash fiction? Yeah, I don't know, actually. I'd call it. No, but it's like fan fiction where, like, Captain Kirk and Picard are having sex. <laughs> Why wouldn't you call it butt fiction? Yeah, I don't know. Look it up. What was I going to say? Oh, yeah. When I was in Korea, I did notice the girls love high heels. Like, stiletto heels. What is this kind of the norm rather than the exception? Yeah. I mean, occasionally you see girls in big high heels in Perth. Oh, yeah, I guess a lot. But yeah, it was seemed to be the norm. No. Yeah. Okay. And in Japan, so <clears throat> there was like no because there was like no girls with high heels. Yeah. Yeah, fewer heels there. So I went from what from from maximum heels to virtually no heels. I, I wonder what the difference is there then. It's a cultural thing, isn't it? Well, yeah, but what's the difference? Like, what's the cultural difference? I think it's like the Japanese have that weird leaderish thing going on. Do you think Korea- that's across the board? Oh, what across Japan, or into? Well, do you think that? Do you think the, this this thing that you've identified? Do you think it <laughs> affects fashion across the board? You don't think it's kind of just. An isolated interest. In in Korea or in Japan? Uh, Japan. Well, no, I think culturally they're not as big on high heels. Japan? Yeah. What, what about high, Korea? High heels. I think Korea is culturally big on high heels. Wait, I'm confused. What does Why? big mean? Like, I would see more high heels? If you went to... Oh, I don't know. This is Aren't one... Asians I spent like three days... <laughs> Three days in, like, Seoul, and I was like, one night, I was like, wow, there's a lot of girls in high heels. I think it was on the subway. What no, What weekend was it? Well, I didn't even know if it was Maybe the weekend. Maybe it was a Bam Bam weekend. Well, Maybe you're on the boner coaster. Yeah. You just didn't know it. Maybe I was. See, I think I was, actually. Because <laughs> I was in, there like, go. d- the going out district. A little party. The going out district. But still, district. even in the going out districts in Tokyo. Oh, I don't know, it's different. You might have been in the wrong types of going out districts. Yeah, maybe I was in the slutty Korean districts. What are you trying to say, Fred? Offensive. That's not offensive. You could go out to the slutty part of Perth. All the French guys that come over to Australia, they're like, the, what the girls wear in, in, in like English and Australian countries is like, whew, the eyes are popping out of their heads. Really? Yeah, that's what a lot of them have said. Yeah. There you go. Friend of a friend of mine. And a friend of mine. Yeah, we well, stay do, away from our women. Do you dig Asian? <laughs> oh, okay. Well, 
Fuck up, frogs. <laughs> Do you dig Asian chicks? I love all women equally. Does Zoe know that? Got a vagina? They're okay. Oh, I love all women. Um, what? As long as Zoe know that you love all right, women no, equally. You both get back at the same time. Uh, probably not. I remember when I was a kid, the water in Lita was so good, and now it just smells like rubbish. Oh, you guys used to give me the hardest time for living south of the... <laughs> yeah, because south Perth know. was the shit. They must be pumping the south Perth river over uh, there. No, I reckon we're getting all your water now. South Perth had shit water can. Were you going to argue that point? I didn't know you any different. You, you know, I grew up in, sim- you know, modest accommodation and, <laughs> in, um, you know, it was simpler, simpler times. We didn't know what we didn't have south of the river. <sighs> you know, you guys in your ivory towers on the north of the river. You know, keeping us oppressed by building that tiny narrow bridge so we can't get across. <laughs> keeping all the jobs on your side. Yeah, I'll stick you about the narrow's bridge. The other we're like, day, we're right? like, are we we're live? Like yeah, New oh, Jersey. Okay. <laughs> you are like New Jersey. Yeah. No, I was thinking we could like the bridge, right? We should widen the pedestrian section, and then have stalls on it, and have like a market, like you know how you go to Venice. <laughs> Have you ever hung out on the side of a freeway? <laughs> That's well, an awesome put a idea. Wall. We could put a, put a wall up or something. Maybe they could put it like on the actual riverfront or something. No, I like James's idea. No, it will encourage people to cross the bridge. That's what I'm trying but they to don't want people to cross the bridge. It's like a peace zone, you know? Uh, what, yeah. it's like some neutral it's territory? encourage the south of the river and north of the river people to come to, together. To get along. Why don't you st- Other make- than the freaking Subiaco Oval. I reckon they should... Um, you know how there's currently what? four lanes wide each way and then there's the pedestrian on either side mm. they should turn the pedestrian into the for the cars and then have the middle for the people yeah flip it so, uh, yesterday and then was... instead of the train which runs down the middle like fill it with water and you could have boats going <laughs> up and down yesterday was the biggest day in south of the river people's history you know, how do you it's know? True. Is that true, Cable? Because yeah. Garden yeah. City can open on Sundays. Yep, it was epic. Oh, that's not really south of the river, though. That's kind of south. No, west Garden of the City river. is like the south of the river CBD. <laughs> it's, nah, it's that's where Carousel, it all happens. <laughs> Carousel's like east. Uh, it's technically east, south west, of the river. East. That's because the river goes up north. Is even the river wants to be north of itself? It tries. Just try. We won't let it. So, welcome to Fangin' Around. This is podcast number... 20-ish? 22, I think. 22? 73. No. We should just start making up numbers. What do they know? It's the year 2014. Oh, that's not even that far in the future. It sounded really (laughs) far, didn't it? I know. Well, will we even have a year next year? Or will it all end on 21st of December? No. No, I don't think so. That's my prediction. Well, it's been recorded now, Campbell. Yeah, my hit prediction. um, We need to beam this podcast into space somehow. Can we work that out? We could beam it into space. Can we we shoot it to the Mars um, Curiosity? We just blast it out in electromagnetic form and see what happens. What would if we sent it the right way? The Neosia's got a satellite dish that points to Mars. I mean, if we pointed it in the right direction and teed it all up, wouldn't Curiosity just have to receive it? 
Yeah, well, if we just blanket Mars with the... Yeah, yeah but it, it wouldn't... That's like, you know, the rock next to it, Curiosity would also receive it, but yeah. mean it's going to do anything to it. Yeah, but, you know, that doesn't have a radio receiver. Or Is whatever. there some way we can send a radio wave and then turn... And then in a certain way that turns Mars' amp atmosphere into a speaker so it amplifies our voices all over the planet? Oh, can we do that, Fred? Fred? Can you do that? Can we research that? Is that what you're going to do in Colorado? No. And no. Blanket nose. Please, Fred. Terrible idea. Please. Please, Fred. Can we have some more blanket radio waves, Fred? <laughs> Fred? We can just blast it out into space. But aren't we doing that already? Isn't that already what's happening? Oh, yeah. no, this is internet. No, it's not what's happening, Fred. Yeah, see, that's the that's the thing. Welcome to the Fang Around Podcast. As you can hear, Harry is not available today. Oh, wee me gruffin. I be over in a cold island place. That's, I assume, what he'd say if he was yeah. here. He's already... He's been there, what, a week? Two? He's gone nat- gone native. Zorio's kind of half native anyway. He's kind of naturalised. Mm. Maybe? Is that what's happening? Oh, I miss him. <laughs> Don't tell him that. He'll get a big head. Yeah. An even bigger Scottish head than he already has. <laughs> Are they known for having big heads? I think so. Big red heads. Oh, yeah. So, it was a big weekend? Yes. Um, you know, our economy just went gangbusters. All those hidden dollars that everyone's been squirreling away. Everyone's yeah. Sunday dollars that have gone, you know, just in the back pocket. And now, free-flowing through our economy. Mm. Um, I think we're getting a new um, a new public hospital being built. <laughs> um, the museum's getting a new building. This is just from one day of Sunday trading. Did you work yesterday? I certainly do. I work every Sunday, though. <laughs> so, it's no different for Right. Me. So, did, is it just, you know, did you miss all the mall shoppers coming into the museum? Not really. It was it was quite a busy day, but that's because there was a children's play on in town that everyone was going to and then coming to us afterwards. The what yeah. shoppers, James? Mall shoppers. What are mall shoppers? Well, before, right, you couldn't got... The malls weren't allowed to open on Sundays. Ah, oh, mall. I said so mall So, mall culture was sort of pushed into Perth enforced into Perth on one day of the week to create this, you know, you know you encourage ever- people to go to the museums and stuff like that. But now they're allowed to, the mall's allowed to open on Sundays, so they've got, you know. So you're pro or anti-Sunday trading? Anti-Sunday trading. I'm pro Sunday trading. Why? It's freedom. It's my net, it's my right. Right. So we should have absolute freedom. Yep. People should just go around shooting people. Yep. Yeah, I mean, we're once, you know, it's a slippery slope, really. Uh First, you deregulate Sunday trading. Next thing, you allow people just to kill each other. It's the Hunger Games all over again. So, you think the malls are the future of Perth are in the malls, Fred? No, but it's just like I want to buy a pair of pants on a Sunday and go to the city. I don't want to go to the city. I just want to go to the city. Contribute to the culture of Perth. Walk down to CBA, okay. How is me buying pants actually? It probably would contribute to the culture. Because you go in there, you see stuff, you buy stuff, you in- inject money into the city. Yeah, economy, and you make the place vibrant. Encourages other it. stores, encourages p- more buskers to turn up, more art galleries to open, encourages more, um, you know, you know, plays these things that these kids are going to, whatever it is. You know, <laughs> keeps Campbell in a job. 
word. Now, 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 these people going to oh, let's just go to Garden City, mate. But then why do you let? They've say- got, they've got. Um, I don't know, the coffee club there. I don't even know what that is, but I see people. Shouldn't you cut it. Saturday trading as well? Well, they've already let that cat in the bag. You can't. It doesn't go back in once you let it out. <laughs> yeah, I'm familiar with cats and bags. <laughs> why Saturday then? I don't think they should have Saturday trading. No Saturday trading. No. Why it, don't you just? It, why don't you in, regulate it so that you know? No, malls are only allowed one. Major corporations shouldn't be allowed to trade on this one. So. That's at the moment. You, anyone's allowed to trade as long as you're an independent company. So that's no one. You could have gone and bought your pants from your local fashion designer, Fred. Oh, yeah, I'll just go down to the buy those locally made pants from yeah. my local pants store and yeah. say, "Okay, I'm a locavore when it comes to pants." Mm-hmm. But they don't exist now because because the corporation's given all the, the power to the. I'll just get my pants from Gas. And you know what? And you know, Australia, we actually had we had. I mean, West Australia had a plebiscite, and the people voted against it. So, how did it come through? Oh, what? Because it's been funded by Westfield, Coles, um, Woolworths, Centro, you Centro know, all these major Delaria. corporations. Have you seen what's happened in Bunbury? Oh, Bunbury has been torn apart. Yeah. <laughs> Bunbury has had the, brought the Sunday training ages ago, um, uh, ages ago, and what's happened is that the main mall there is owned by, um, uh, is owned by Westfield. Um, I'm pretty sure it's Westfield, maybe Central, whatever. Who, who are the big mall companies are? Uh, and you, if you have a shop inside a Westfield Mall, you have to open on Sundays now. It's mm-hmm. the law. Even though the reality is, people don't suddenly have more money to spend just because you open on Sundays, right? It so that dilutes you, the profits. Yeah, dilutes their profits, right? So they're slowly these all these co- companies have gone out of business, right? Because you've the Westfield said, if you want to be in this mall, you've got to be open the, the same time as Coles and Woolworths, right? That are the main tenants, and the main tenants dictate what hours they open, right? And so these companies started losing money. Uh, it's happened ever since they brought in um, nightly night trading up in Mount Hawthorne. All the independent stores have closed because they were forced. Because Woolworths said, you've got to be open the same time we are. Um, they can't afford to keep their shops open. The bookshop that. Um, does, you know, readings for Bryony's books, that's closed because she couldn't afford to keep the oh shop open. Oh, my God. Is that because Borders opened? Because I saw a movie about that. <laughs> yeah. Didn't Borders... Your favourite movie, isn't it? Didn't yeah. Borders fall apart anyway? Yeah. But you no, think but about the independent that bookshop employed. So independent many. bookstores should be yet still be able to be successful because they can... Yeah, but that's... you got to take your beef up with Woolworths there, not not not, not the state government. Pan. This is the way... If they're empowering the dro- the Coles Woolworths drop- duopoly, right? That's who they are. Because everyone on, except for them was... nothing to do with Jewish people. Everyone except them was allowed to open on Sundays, Fred. Yeah. You're just one of those people who walks around going, Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, oh, oh I like to do a shop on Sundays. I don't, I don't, like want, to be, I don't want to go to the city, go, go into the cultural precincts, Fremantle, Perth CBD... Well, why I want to avoid the culture. Do, um, Basically, you're saying you want to avoid the culture. style trading where um, malls and things are only allowed to be open one day a week. Yeah. Um, well, that's it. I think kids are going to have to start going to school on Saturdays and Sundays because the parents who are now, you know, all these companies are now opening on the weekends, right? They'll have to want to spend their weekend with the kids. So, the parent, the kids should be able to have their weekend during the week and go to the school on the weekend. Let's just screw up community sports by, you know, all these people... Like me, like I, I find it so hard to get a job because I can't work Saturdays. Right now, I have to find a job where I, you know, um, 
just saying that you can't work Saturdays, let alone all the people who play on Sundays now have to say, oh, you can't get a job. I can't get a job that requires me to work Sundays because I play football on Sundays. Do you play football on Sunday? No, but that's football is on Sunday. Saturday is, is hockey. Uh, well, it depends which league you're Yeah, in. but if you had a job that was nine to five... Right, but those jobs nine to five, you want to spend Saturday with the kids, taking them to their sport. Right, but who's when, who's when are you running, going shopping? When are you going shopping? But who's who's running these these corporations, Fred? On Sundays, it's a sim- it's the average person, the average yeah. Joe who likes a bit of sport hmm. and um, likes a bit of family time. I don't know. I I, I just want to be able to do what I want, basically. Oh. More freedom to me. <laughs> Do what thou wilt, and that should be the whole of the law. Yeah. Oh, Campbell, what's that off? No. You'll have it's to do a bit of sophisticated bit more quote. Yeah, fanging around just got sophisticated on your ass. Boom, face. Campbell with a singer. Anyway, next topic. We don't have any topics. We're just rambling today. Well, let's I'll introduce say what day of the I'll... year it is. We haven't even done that. And what have you been consuming? Oh, it's 27th of August, 2012. For, um, you know, all those kids in history class having to listen to our podcast week after yeah. week. Yeah. Imagine that. On vintage iPods, probably. How funny we would should, that be? We should go Finnegan's Wake on them and just talk some gibberish. Aren't we? <laughs> Aren't we doing exactly? Well, the words make sense. If the concepts don't, we should just even abandon that and just, just make noises. Uh, don't we? <laughs> <laughs> Um, Maybe we should... Okay. So, so, Fred, what have you been consuming this week? I've been watching a lot of Workaholics. Oh, is that a show? It's a show. It's like a comedy, stupid... It's like a st- stupid stoner comedy, basically. Who's the creator? I have no idea. Do you want me to do some fact-checking? You've got to credit the artist, right? Workaholics. Is Judy um, Dench in it? No. Are you watching As Time Goes By in the other room, Campbell? No. What's the one with her in it? Yeah, that is the one with her in it. You're watching it, aren't you? No. Is it on right You now? are. I don't believe you, Campbell. You're watching it. Because Sophie's sitting in the um, lounge As room. Time oh, I think by. she's got all the DVDs, though. She just watches it. Ah. Sure, Campbell. She just, just watches come repeats. Out. She tapes you it. You can't even... Re- Take the time to rip him on the meter step. She has to just rips off the wrap and puts it straight in the CD slot. And just just admi- uses an old fashioned DVD. Just admit you're that. watching as time goes by, Campbell. Um, yeah, I am. Yeah. And after that, I've got queued up a couple of episodes of Golden Girls. <laughs> She'll be watching. Was Betty White on Golden Girls? Yes, that's what she's famous for. Is she, or are you just assuming that because she's old? And she was famous for doing a red-hot Cleveland steamer on someone's chest. <laughs> really? That's like that show. Oh, she was on it? Golden Girls. That show... She was on some show on the ad breaks between Big Brother. It's something I've been consuming. What, the ad break? I, I, was, I was actually... I, was actually, <laughs> I refused to... T- I didn't talk about it last week because I was a bit scared, but then on the minutes, um, Pay oh. Hottie came out and said you know she's to, addicted as well. You're so. not allowed to mention the minutes, James. Oh, can we give one minute's mention? Yeah. Yeah. Just quick. Congratulations. Because Pay Hottie just got engaged. Yeah. So, big shout out. Congratulations. getting married in like a couple of months. You're going to wear all black on that day, James? I I don't know. I came too late to the party. 
What party? The getting married to that girl party? Yeah. I gave it a crack. Yeah. You did give it well, a Campbell crack. Campbell was all about about this years ago. I'm a I'm a I'm a bandwagoner. <laughs> yeah. Well, he's yeah. There's the thing. A few years ago, I proposed to her at a at a gig. And crazy, huh? She said no. But there you go. I got to take a call. No. I'll be a sec. <laughs> anyway, so is there another one on the podcast you can propose to? Oh, the other girl. Yeah, she's she's awesome as well. Maybe you could invite her on the podcast. She lives in. Well, she does come to Perth sometimes. Goes to the Qantas Club, Qantas Lounge. What do you call it? Qantas Lounge. Can't you creep her? Well, I did go over there. I went to their tea room when I was in Brisbane. Um, so, what's your be- favorite Betty White program? I don't really like Betty White. There, I said it. She was on a show. She's on Golden Girls and then Saturday Night Live. And oh, she's ninety. Crikey, she's old. Um, no, she was on a show. Maybe it wasn't. Maybe it just looked like it. Hot in Cleveland. That was the TV show that was on. Imagine being on a a, a sitcom, a three season sitcom. At ninety, she's a machine. That's crazy. Most people retire what sixty five or something, seventy. So you brought back the Brisbane accent, James. It's it's gonna stay, I think. No, adopting it. You're a city trader. You're a state trader. Um, the series was created by Suzanne Martin, Fraser, and Ellen. She's known for Betty White commercials. What? What? So who was that created by? The workaholics. Workaholics. Predominantly written by its stars Blake Anderson, Adam Devine, and Anders Holm. It's pretty funny. But it's kind of like uh, Always Sunny in Philadelphia. All right. Like, makes you want to do a lot of drugs. <laughs> and you kind of think that these guys are pretty cool because all they do is party and, like, go crazy and do weird stuff and have all these schemes and plans. But then it always turns out that they're just kind of losers. Or in the case of Always Sunny, like, psychopaths and jerks. Okay. So it's, got, it's got layers. But mostly it's a stupid stoner comedy. Ugh. Does it have a laugh track? No. It's got a sweet soundtrack, though. Oh. I'll have to find a way of watching that. I can. I wonder if it's available for rent on the iTunes store. I can, uh... Show you some seasons... Sophie Frankie, shout out on Twitter, is wearing disco pants. I don't even know. Is that was that tweeted at us or is that no, just? No, I was looking at my. Just going to read. She's from Cardiff. Yeah, it's just, just random. My fault. Let's do a live Twitter read as they come up. Fill in the dead air. Workaholics is a television sitcom that premiered on the Comedy Central on April 6, twenty eleven. I don't know if you like it, James. You might. It's one of those shows that look kind of like Always Sunny. It's very much like Always Sunny, where there's a lot of not funny. But then, the, and then every so often you just burst out laughing because the situation they've got themselves into is so ridiculous that it's yeah. hilarious. It's not like one-liners and snappy. It's like a proper situation comedy, like the situation. Tasmania's going to try and ban cigarettes to anyone born after 2000. Yeah, I, 
Yeah, I think that makes sense. You can't really... Who's going to oppose that? On what grounds would someone oppose that? Well, they can't because they can't vote yet. Exactly. Suck it, teenagers. Apparently, nerd, uh, birds can't live in space because they need gravity to swallow. That sounds like bullshit to me. Why haven't they taken birds into space, Fred? Wouldn't you want to see a bird flying around in a spaceship? I think it'd be a bit impractical. God, just do it once to see what happens. You could put a bird in one of those zero-g planes. Can you, has someone done that on YouTube? <laughs> Probably not. I think it costs a lot of money. I like how today I learned is just stuff that's really obvious. So some stuff is just so obvious that's like, how did you not know this? Example? Example? Okay, t- today I learned that Ad- Adidas, or Adidas, I don't know who that, was founded by two German brothers, Adi and Rudy Dazzler. After a disagreement, Rudy went on to create Puma. Fred, what colour are your eyes? Uh, hazel. There, you, do you know there's a doctor in California that can turn brown eyes blue permanently? If you could permanently change your other color, other eye colour, would you? Fred? No. What if you're running from the law? I don't think they do eye colour, do they? Yeah, well, it's, that's, but that sounds like bullshit. Oh, no, it doesn't. Because I, I think blue eyes are actually effectively colourless. It's the structure of the eye that makes them appear blue. That's true. That's why people with blue eyes, their colour shifts so dramatically, depending on the light they're in. I keep telling Zoe she's got blue eyes with yellow in them. And she says, no, they're green. Um, yeah, blue eyes, they're, yeah, really... Um, context sensitive more so than other eyes. Yeah, exactly because it's structural. Like some butterflies, their colour is structural so it never fades, even after death. Yeah, it's nanostructures. Mm. Did you ever see those uh, like super close-up photos of uh, people's eyes? They're crazy. It's like the most insane thing you've ever seen. Have you seen the super-duper close-up of the butterfly wings? Like electron microscope of them? No. looks like a bunch of Christmas trees, I think. Oh. Now, the other thing... Stop other with the thing, accent, Jay! The other thing that went wrong was... Uh, no, it's getting worse. I should stop teasing you about it. Is this... Is this... Is this He's going to descend into this complete, like... Pardon? Did he throw on a bit of a Brisbane accent after we talked about the minutes? Are you yeah. telling me, Jack Cowell, you can't tell? <laughs> Sorry? You can't tell. He's, he's getting a little bit more nasal. Oh, I, he only just spoke then and then you jumped on him, so I, I couldn't hear. Uh, I won't jump on well, him. Well, it, it was a disaster for the Armstrongs on the weekend. See, um, that we can. <laughs> yeah, that's so fake. They're both so dead. Both of them? Yeah. Neil Armstrong and Lance Armstrong. One of them's not dead. One's and they're not, physically they're dead. Not. The other one's dead to the world. Well, they're, and they're not related. Is. No. Well, they have to be at some level. Well, yeah. Um, but, okay. But this is what today I learned should be about, right? Stop In 1962, <laughs> Neil Armstrong's parents appeared on the TV show I've Got a Secret. Host Gary Moore asked, if it turns out that your son is the first man to land on the moon, how would you feel? And what did they say? I don't know. That's just... I would have to research further. To find oh, it was well, you prophecy. only researched that much. That was a question they got asked on a game show in 1962, 70, seven years before Neil Armstrong landed on the moon. Have you guys seen the... Familiar with this comic called XKCD? It's super nerdy. Mm. But basically, he did a graph of, um, like, the average life expectancy and he and saying that, you know, within 20 years, there's, like, a 5% chance of anyone still alive that walked on another planet. 
Yeah, it's depressing. Is it though? Yeah, it's that's because super ro- depressing. Robots are the way of the future, Cam. We had this argument before. No, I think it's terrible. I think it's you know a blow for uh, you know no. human endeavor and the human spirit. No, think that, I think you're being you know we're going to being... live in a post interplanetary traveler world. But it's so it takes so many resources to support a human being. And the amount of science and knowledge they can acquire is not that much greater than what a robot can do. No, and but it, yeah, admittedly, it takes so much resources, but it also, you know, lifts uh, the collective human spirit to such high levels that surely it's it's worth it. You know, it's not so much about that one man; it's about all of us together. Yeah, I don't know, but in terms what of if knowledge, you just took a like they spent billions of dollars, right? Just trying to work out if there's water on Mars. If they just put a human on there with a shovel and he just kept on digging until he found water. Yeah, but it doesn't work. <laughs> I just keep on digging. <laughs> you know, that's how they did back in the old days. Well, that just sounds like kind of a Sisyphus-like um, uh, kind of torture. Yeah. <laughs> I was thinking about this before. If they need people to mine iron ore on Mars, they've got to come here. We've got to be the number one for mining iron stuff in red hot well, desert conditions. Well, surely, surely our, um, you know, our Jabba the Hutt-esque overlord is already working <laughs> mining Mars. No, she's probably using all her um, money to lobby, you know, Australia to not start a space program to start sending people to Mars because they he want, she wants to protect her investments here. Apparently, Australia was the fourth country to launch a satellite into orbit from its own territory. And then we sucked. And then we sucked, yep. Um, what I was going to say, oh, I wanted to ask you guys this. You know, you got the Large Hadron Collider. No, what is not, that? You know, the the thing that found the particle in in Switzerland, the big physics experiment, really fundamental physics about the structure of the universe and emphasis on the fun. Yeah, they put the hard in hadron. No, it's hadron, <laughs> hadron, whatever. And then you've got. Would you rather guys rather put that money into space research, like put a man on Mars, or do like? some other Large Hadron Collider, which is going to answer a question about some fundamental property of the universe. As lay people, what what appeals to you more? The Hadron Collider appeals to me because of its scale, you know? Yeah. Like, I think that's really impressive because it's so big. But then you get... But, like, you know, the result of the Large Hadron Collider is, like, a little bump on a graph and lots of physicists are really excited... But yeah. it's got the potential to absolutely revolutionise the way we look at the world, but, you know, it doesn't have a sort of headline punch like putting a person on another planet does. But what if we, right, what if we, um, like, because we want to get to another planet, um, what if they were, like, researching, like, how to cure ageing, so, you know... A, a generation ship has a better chance of finding other creatures. But I don't think the generation ship aging isn't the problem. The problem isn't people are going to die. It's the problem is that to support people for a hundred years takes a lot of resources, and they can't blast that into space yet. Yeah, but I'm just saying, like, it's the things around it that, you know... What? The things around. What? The, the, the things that get created on the way of, you know... Or the freak space babies. 
What do you mean? No, like when they set a goal, when you have a goal, oh, you, you mean get like stuff spin done. off technology kind of stuff. Yeah. So you think that's the difference? I get way more stuff done when I have a goal than if I just sit around thinking about or yeah, what but- could be out there. But that's such a ridiculous goal that it, it's almost unsustainable to... to like, what is this, what's the hypothesis they want to test they don't have money for right at the moment? There's a million of them. Like what? In science? Yeah. Yeah, ask any scientist and they'll say, if you gave me... Fred, you're a scientist. I'm asking you right now. What would you could do? Yeah. What would you test? <laughs> yeah, this is getting worse. <laughs> what, what would you test if you had unlimited money right now? Well, I'd do a fundamental test <laughs> if of you had 20, because I already did if that. If you could start up a, a $20 billion a year company like NASA, what would you do? I would do some physics. I would also try and do a Jurassic Park. What do you mean some physics? Uh, well, Like just... what physics, though? Well, just a bit of it. Stuff that I do. I'd make a totally sweet clock. Oh, you weren't around when we were talking about should we clone a mammoth. Well, Well, yes. I don't understand why we aren't doing that. Why wouldn't we? Well, because you have to grow inside an elephant, right? And you would have to... Like, when they made Dolly, right, they went through, like, 200 sheep just to get one embryo. So, you'd need 200 elephants just to get one elephant, and that, that... sheep dolly died because she was defected yeah. so multiply that times to get actually a sustainable i know it would life be, form it'd be gruesome you need millions of elephants and we'd be like a bit in alien resurrection yeah i know it'd be like that it'd be horrible but but you're happy th- to do it i think we should just try anyway <laughs> well, <what's laughs> this is why i'd never Fred, get into biology because the, the scientific benefit of that none so that's we just try- for shits and giggles that's for shits and giggles Scientific benefit. aging on the way. Fusion. Fusion. Cured cancer. If I had billions upon billions of dollars, I'd try and do fusion. Because that would literally solve all the world's problems. What's fusion? Uh, It's making energy from a nuclear reactor, but instead of taking a heavy element like uranium and splitting it apart to get energy, plus two halves, you take two light elements like helium and you fuse them together to get one thing and some energy. So the difference is there's no horrible radioactive substances left over. It just basically take hydrogen and some other elements like water and mash them together. So it's the dream and then it's free energy with absolutely zero pollution. Not like... Is that... New- so it's just like creating a star basically. Yeah, it's basically creating the, the in the core of a star and getting free energy. Limitless free energy. Imagine what you could do with that. Do you think you all just- of uh, Earth's you know, conflicts and problems arise through, uh, re- you know, resource mismanagement and lack of resources? Pretty much. Yeah. I mean, if you had limitless energy, you could just, you know, do basically go nuts. You could blast off into space with a nuclear reactor. Oh, yeah. Because it wouldn't be dangerous anymore because if it crashed back to Earth, it'd, there's just hydrogen inside Speaking it. of which, have you seen Dark Knight Rises, Cam? I haven't. Yeah. Okay, well, we can't talk about that segue. Um, Sorry. How was that a segue? I assume uh, Bruce Wayne constructs a spaceship. Oh, that's right. He makes the fusion reactor. Shh. That's not a spoiler. It's not a spoiler. I think that's opening scene almost, isn't it? Hey, I haven't seen it. I know nothing about this movie. It's Batman. Is it even in the cinemas anymore? I don't think I it don't, is. I don't think it I is. Think, I don't I think, think you should even safe. go see it. If it's not at IMAX, there's no point in seeing it. I saw it on IMAX. So we'll spoil it now for you. No, don't. What happens? No, is- don't. That's vindictive, James. You might see it later, Campbell. What do you think of Lance Armstrong? 
He's Lince Armstrong. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I don't know. I was talking to people at uni. There's a lot of cycling fans in physics, and people seem to think that he... People don't know. People don't know. What don't people know? What's happened? I don't I don't actually know this. Basically, piece. the American Drug Agency has got testimony and some sort of bit circumstantial evidence that he's doping. So, they kind of like mm. banned him. They said, you're, you're banned and we're taking away your Tour de France mm. titles. But as I understand it, they don't have the authority to take away his Tour de France titles. And, of course, the people who gave him the titles, like the Cycling Federation, the International Cycling Federation, don't really... They're just kind of... A, they don't really want to get into this because they want to stay as far away from doping scandals as they can. But I thought... And he's know, like, this he is won. bullshit, it's a witch hunt, blah, blah, blah. Other drugs for his testicular cancer. And so he was masking all sorts of kind of I don't know, he's- anyway. He's always got banging on. He's never failed a drug test, or he had. Well, but was, he's failed. That he f- he was taking drugs in 1999, but because EPO they didn't have a test for EPO back then, you know it doesn't count. You know you're allowed to take that drug in 1999, but in 2000 the Australians were like, "Hey, we've got the Olympics. Let's do something about it." Well, I don't know. I think it's a Start bit. It's, someone was saying that when I think it was Contador got his tour taken away from him, and they gave it to the second place guy. The second place guy was just like, "Well, I don't want well, this." Well, that's it. Because if you if you if you rule him out from his seven wins, right, and then you ruled out everyone else who's been convicted of drugs, right, you would have to go back to the fifth place finisher before you got someone who really hasn't. Yeah, like Cadell Evans would have won in two thousand five because he came fifth because the top four were all. Convicted drug. Yeah, taken. see, they should just let him. I've already had this conversation with people this morning, but have like a, a Mr. Natural bicycle racing course. No drugs. Yeah, why don't you and say have the other one where it's not allowed like... to take APO. Yeah, just let him have a little bit. Well, why don't you just say all bets are off? Just gear up. Get, no, because you can't. Take whatever you I want. Mean, We're not going to even bat an eye. You should be able we could to put do a that. monkey on a bike and we wouldn't care. <laughs> yeah, they should do that. What animal do you think would be the best bicyclist? <laughs> Something with a lot of stamina. Can we get a bike? I was watching some video of some chimpanzee that can, um, you know, is making tools out is of that, rocks. Is that the one? Man? It's, a, it's like a butler. You could rent it. It's like a butler. Chimp butler. <laughs> no, it's just one they found in the, in the forest. Uh-huh. What was and he it was making? Carving, it was carving a sword, yeah. <laughs> Wasn't making a sword. <laughs> uh, look, the Google. It's the I think they're called Bonobo chimpanzee. He made a sword. Yeah, he's making tools. <laughs> hold, <laughs> he on, go, hold on, sword. he made a sword. Yeah, if you go look at the tool, look at the artifacts the Aboriginals left behind. Right that we've got in the museums, and look at what he's trying to build. Um, it's the same stuff, mate. He's this is this guy. This is the the next human being like creature, like the next evolution in these creatures. If they breed him, like maybe they just shoot him dead, take save him, the human race, take him down yeah. before you go planet of apes on our ass. Um, but that might trigger the planet. But how awesome was that? If they found the smartest female and bred them together and started this like ultra smart gene pool, <laughs> would it work? Oh, you mean the smartest female monkey? Yeah. <laughs> No, not you. Oh, I don't know, James. You're filling yourself as the world's most offensive podcaster. I can't even tell anymore. Nothing's off limits. <laughs> it's the accent. 
<laughs> they did that with foxes, but not that. They they tried to domesticate them in Russia. What? And it from didn't a- work? No, they basically went for, you know, they got a hundred wild, feral, you know, foxes that are fighting and clawing at each other. And they just picked the most docile ones for 30 years or 20 years or something. Mm. Just intensively bred to get the most docile, just to see if they could domesticate them. And they ended up with domesticated foxes. Well, of course, yeah. You can do that with anything. But I don't know who's doing it for intelligence. So why can't we, like, make really cool pets then? Like, you don't want your pet to Like a pet tiger. I realise people do have a pet now, but... I don't think people had the resources back then to keep tigers as pets. Or were our cats once tigers? Small tigers. I think the, the, like, barrier to get over from wild tiger to domesticated tiger is just too large. And if it goes wrong, it's pretty... Yeah. Disastrous. It'll kill you. Although, I mean, the thing is, my cat still hunts animals, so... Yeah, but it's, it doesn't hunt you. Right, because it's too small, but it might do if it thought it had... If it was big enough. It... Well, it looks at you funny sometimes. Yeah. I'll bet. With murder in its eyes. <laughs> yeah, cats always do. So, what's your point? That... Well, you, you get... I don't... Not like... <laughs> like, if they could domesticate foxes... Now that there's, like, this, you know, huge capitalist market, why don't someone go and, you know, domesticate any cool animal that you don't normally get to have a pet because they're wild, or or if you do have them as a pet, you risk being murdered by them? I think it's just morally not acceptable these days to try and domesticate things. We could probably domesticate the shit out of stuff these days with our modern technology and psychology. If you could have any animal as a pet. Tiger. Tiger? Nah. Yeah. What about a dinosaur? Ah. Oh, oh, what say- do you mean any animal? Pegasus. <laughs> Unicorn. What? I thought you said dinosaurs oh, exist, Campbell. What? Yeah, but... You could have a Komodo dragon as a pet. Yeah, but they're not as cool as a real dinosaur. Yeah, but the real dinosaurs aren't around anymore, Jane. I said any animal. <laughs> Well, yeah, of dinosaur. Well, you definitely get a dinosaur then. As a, as a pet? Yeah. A pet T-Rex. If dinosaurs were allowed to be had as a pet, you would get one rather than You just mean a I cat. just... Rather than domestic Are you trying cat. to trick him? I don't understand. I don't understand. I'm saying if there was no limits to what you could have as long as... Like literally had, right had now. existed. In my current anything context. Anything that's ever existed. Yeah. And I have to feed it and I have to do it and like I have yeah. to... Oh, I don't know about a dinosaur then. <laughs> you could just get a little one. Yeah, I'll get a small one. It's like a velociraptor or something like that. A little one. But would you be scared of it? Yes. You just said it was domesticated. I'd be terrified. This is not to understand the concept. Right, but so would, would, broad. Would, wouldn't the appeal of a velociraptor be lost if it couldn't kill things? Yeah, I'd feed it things. <laughs> get cats and throw it in its pen. So just as long as it didn't kill you. I don't know what kind of relationship I want with this velociraptor. <laughs> So I could keep it as a mean, brutal killing machine, mm. as the way nature intended it, or I could sort of try and wuss it out a little bit. Mm. Maybe the Diplodocus. What's What's the oldest good movie you've seen, Fred? The oldest good movie. Yeah. I don't mean good as in like critically good, as in like you would buy the DVD and watch it once a week. I don't think I ever did that with a movie. Uh, I can't remember. The oldest movie I've watched is probably something with Marilyn Monroe in it. 
So maybe one of them. Some like it hot. Some like it hot. Yeah, I can't think I've never really watched old films. What about you? Well, I, I've been trying to work it out. Because I've I, I watched... I be, one of my favourite movies is Roman Holiday. With Audrey. And, um... That was that came out in 1952, and it was in black and white, even though they had colour film in 1930s. That's what people are going to be saying about 3D. Yeah. Batman and the Dark Knight Rises. Could have been 3D. It was, wasn't it? No. Oh, no, it's not. Oh, no, you're right. No 3D. Christopher said no. Um... But that, that's not a bad thing. Like, it's an awesome thing that it's black and white. But, you know, I assume when I was watching it going, oh, it's black and white because it's an old movie. But no, it's just because they wanted it to be black and white. It's um, like when I watch The Artist, I think. And, and really that, old. you know, I'll watch a lot of old movies and they're really dumb. Like, they're just... The, the acting's bad, the plot. But this is acting that is good. The storyline's sort of... It's still a classic storyline. There's nothing um, that about it, you know... There's interesting moments where the the acting's they do have the stilted they do still have the stilted moments where he's like um, Gregory Peck's like yes and um, um but then they also have like sort of sort of spontaneous moments where it looks like they're actually acting naturally um I just wonder where that where does that line it seems I is there a definitive film where things just got good like they stopped being filmed stage plays. Gone with the Wind? No. Um, that's, that's that's a dumb film. You watch that and there's nothing appealing about it other than like the costumes and the, the spectacle. What's... Well, isn't... Shouldn't you know this? I'm not the right person. No, to I don't. Maybe... I don't know. Maybe Biodome? <laughs> I, was, I was saying... I was... You know, that came up just today. Someone was complaining about how the, the cinematography in Biodome is taken too seriously. Like... They've put a lot it's of care into the cinematography. Oh, the, whoever did it. Yeah. It's still someone. They hire some guy. You know, he's probably some up-and-coming yeah. guy. Oh, you got to do some cinematography. Yeah. Wow, my oh, first I'm cinematography not year. at all. But it's now... We still give 100%. Now it makes James. me want to go back and watch it again to see... Because I don't think... When you think of Biodome, you don't think of, oh, it's the cinematography. Maybe... Yeah, we'll find out who did it and see what yeah. they went on to do. Because yeah. might have gone on to do great things. I don't think you should discount Biodome. I'm sure I mean, everyone if, if on the he, if he put that much effort into Biodome, imagine what yeah he could do for like a decent project. Did I tell you guys I asked Paulie Shaw about Biodome personally? You Ooh. did, yeah. What did he say Ab- about Kyle's? Yeah, I was like, like what? What was it like working with Kyle Minogue? Did you realise she's like a mega star in Australia? And he's like, Yeah, I thought so, but you know, when did you have English? a conversation with Paulie Shaw? <laughs> <laughs> Fred, didn't you know? No, <laughs> on Skype. You Skype fully sure. Yeah, I Skype fully sure. So full of it. <laughs> he did. I've heard this before. It's probably a digital record of it out there somewhere. I don't know. Why did you Skype him? Can you have some context? <laughs> no. You just, just found his Skype details somewhere in some Craigslist ad and you're like, hey, Polly. Uh, what? Okay. The the, the bio, cinematographer of Biodome was Feedin Papa Michael. P H E D O N, Feeden. Do you remember that? Feeden. Yeah. Uh, he also did his most recent movie was the, the Descendants. 
Oh, that was with George Clooney. Yeah. Uh, I did the Ides of March, Walk the Line, oh, 310 to Yuma. See? Was how early Sideways. His, how early in his career was Bodem? Mm. Was it number one? Did he work up to it? No, nah, he films. had done before. Oh, oh, he he did cool runnings before by. Oh, <laughs> uh, I never had a famous fam- favorite cinematographer before, but I'm gonna make up Faden. What was his last name? Papa Michael. Faden Papa Michaels. Yeah. Wow. With a bullet. With a what? With a bullet. Yep. Number one with a bullet, baby. Yep. Patch Adams. Oh, that's your favourite, James. Yeah. Is no, that's got the worst, the most shocking twist in it of all films ever. Don't ruin it. I haven't seen well, it. it. It's like the crying game of Robin yeah. Williams. No, I thought in Mr. Mulholland's opus, when the baby got deafened by the trumpet. Oh, that yeah. Was, <laughs> that was a good twist. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think it works like that, does it? I think I think it was actually, it was just he noticed they just noticed he was deaf when he no, didn't they react took him to, to the, the parade. All right, and the big tr- tuba and trumpet went past, <laughs> and it was so loud the baby was like, oh. <laughs> and Mister Holland put his hands over the baby's ears, but it was too late. And then he got home and realised it had burst the baby's ears. <laughs> so, Cam, what's your oldest movie that you could watch every week? Probably the Avengers, the new one. <laughs> 2012's Avengers? Yeah, I can't watch anything older than a few months. Yeah, okay. What about some really vintage pornography? Yeah, that's different though. That's <laughs> historic. That's a doc. That's like a documentary. It's like studying when you're watching it. Um, What's the oldest movie I like? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. That's a really good question. I can't think of any really old movies that I like or watch. Well, I think that's... Isn't that an indicator that... What's the oldest movie of yours that's your favourite? You've got mail? <laughs> Didn't you watch that we yesterday? We haven't got onto what you've been consuming yet. Can't. Yeah, you've got mail. <laughs> Was it good? Um, yeah, we watched, we watched... You've got mail. It was... It was pretty much the worst thing I've ever seen. The worst, creepiest, weirdest film I've ever seen. Isn't it supposed his favourite movie? This is supposed I to be, know. Is it supposed to be uh-huh. beautiful? It's supposed to be a rom-com. But that, that genre, I, I don't even know what it's supposed to mean. <laughs> it's, roman- it's short for romantic comedy. Yeah, but they're not romantic and they're not funny. That's just your sense of romance and humour. Mm. Yeah. What's your favourite rom-com? I'll tell you what my favourite rom-com is. I've just started watching it. Liz and I have started watching it the last two weeks. It's a TV series called Undateable. Mm. It um, follows... Each episode follows... It's is a documentary. A, oh, I was going to say, is this reality oh, TV? Yeah, yeah it follows um, the thing. kind of uh, dating adventures of three three Englanders with various disabilities. That doesn't sound fun. As they go through a dating agency. So, the first one, there was a guy with autism... Um, there was a guy with Tourette's and a girl who was sort of had some bone disease. Bone and then the second episode focused on a guy who had an unspecified learning disability, but he was a poet and he was obsessed with love. 
and then there was a, uh, a woman who was a paraplegic and oh what was it that one? a man who had this this kind of tumorous growth on his face mm. so what isn't yeah, that just I, gonna... i've seen one episode and it has a guy whose whose head sort of crooked um and yeah. and in the same episode they got this girl that's like insanely hot but she's in just in a wheelchair and i'm just like that's a bit unfair to put them up against each other oh it's not a competition like that no i know but well isn't it just going to end badly no well well the hot girl we're... obviously got a got someone didn't she oh, yeah, she that's did. the not guy with at Tourette's all. got a girlfriend okay that's oh, great it's 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 really romantic and super funny super mm. funny Okay. So that's my favourite rom-com. That's not a rom-com, Kathleen. That's your favourite rom-com? Yep. Liz is, Liz is backing me up. She says is it's that Liz. Is it rude to laugh at it? I use yeah. laughing. Oh, it's a freak you know, show. Liz wants to clarify that we don't laugh at them, we laugh with them. But are they, are they really laughing? Funny. Yeah. Are they very laughing? romantic and funny. Like a rom-com should be. Yeah. I don't know. This, this You've Got Mail, it's just creepy and stalkerish. Isn't that the meaning of love? Well, apparently the meaning of romance is to be creepy and kind of a little bit psychologically abusive. Yeah, they both had in this in this movie. So let me break it down for you. In this movie, Meg Ryan plays a little bookshop owner and Tom Hanks plays a big bookshop owner. And they've both got respective partners, but they're both kind of like having cyber sex with each other online. Um, as everyone was doing back in the 90s. Yeah, and then that. they meet in real life and he's like opening this big borders style bookshop and he right next to her bookshop and he opens it and he totally puts her out of business and is like, ha suck shit. And then they real he realizes that she's the girl that he's been cybering with online and he knows it, but she doesn't know it. So he arranges like all this stuff to like meet up with her and then he doesn't show up. But then he shows up and he's like, oh, hey, you got stood up, sucked in. Hey, how about we just hang out? Ha, 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 ha. And he keeps doing that again and again and like psyching her out and then standing her up on the date. And then it's just weird. And then at the end, he reveals it and he, and he pulls the whole like, don't cry, you're too beautiful. And it's just weird. Yeah. So that's You've Got Mail. Okay. That sounded a bit weird. It can't be that memorable because I just watched it like a few weeks ago and I can't even remember what it's about. I've never seen it. I don't really do rom-coms. Are you a big Sleep in Seattle fan though? No, I'm not. I, I, yeah, no. Well, I don't. Excuse me for one second. Dislike it. Um, I'm, I'm not like one of those mega fans or anything. Um, they're just like, this if was it's like on, sequel, I might watch it? it. This is like a sequel to it, isn't it? Yeah, well, no. It's just like, you know, they always have actors that pair up. Like, they had, what was it? You know, Humphrey Bogart and someone, you know, back in the day. that Yeah. They were always in the same okay. movies together. Yeah. But this was, this, that was, that was what was going to be big about this movie, was that these two were back on the screen together. Yeah, yeah. Right. Um... Yeah, it just came off as really... And it was just, like, treacle sweet. Mm. It was really sickly, grossly, kind of... Yeah. There was, um... The, I was reading the Wikipedia page for Roman Holiday, and the the 
that was rumored to ha- that was meant to have a sequel, but it never got organized in time. But it was going to be made in like the late seventies, so um, or was maybe gonna- early eighties. So it would have been they would have been lo- like they would have been parents or something, and then they had to set up their kids or something. I don't know. What was, was it going to be called like Barley Holiday? Yeah. Maybe. You're talking about the parent Tudor trap. Holiday. The parent trap. What about? Oh, I thought that's what you might guess. What you're talking about. <laughs> Are you just guessing? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. The worst movie I've ever seen. Which one? The Lindsay Lohan version? The Lindsay Lohan one, yeah. Fred! What? You've stepped in. Oh! Dog poop. Put your shoe outside. Ah! Does he have shoes on? Yeah. <laughs> but it's just... Ah. Oh. oh, no. Sweet dog. Oh, God. That's going to be sweet. She's just a pooing machine. Like, I just cleaned up. Just like... Um, yesterday afternoon. All it takes is one. Yeah, I guess so. Did, um... How did you know? How did you know Fred stepped in poo? <laughs> Smell. It's just that the whole <laughs> shed has just been stunk out. <laughs> oh, God. Why does he get some new carpet, James? Oh. What is the... <laughs> Don't tell me those are the marks of the dog on the green. Well, it's pretty squished. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't feel the... I can't tell. It was on the arch of my foot. I could barely breathe. <laughs> Do you have a cloth? <laughs> For what? I want to get the shit off my shit. What do you think? <coughs> <coughs> oh, the dry cough's back. It's literally that, it's, it's that pungent that I'm literally <laughs> struggling to breathe. Oh, you sure it's on the other shoe as well? <laughs> sure. <laughs> no, clean. Cover a hose. <laughs> <laughs> can you hear what he's saying, Cam? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what you need right now? <laughs> Sorry. Fine, I'm just leaving my shoe covered dog shit outside for like the next oh, God. forty minutes. <coughs> um. All right. <laughs> 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 oh, God. oh, it's a bit stinky in here. <laughs> it's really bad. <laughs> did so, we want to talk about? Defensive did we podcast. talk about the Zoe and Pierce show live on here? Is that your segue? <laughs> we stepping on dog shit on Pierce show. Yep, the smell oh. reminds me of that. Oh, you're producing it. <laughs> I'm not a producer. What are you then? Just enabler. An assistant enabler. Did you listen, Campbell? I didn't. I was at work. What's your beef, work. Campbell? You want to start beef? Oh, look. No, no beef. I just think, you know, their first podcast, their Facebook page has already got 17 likes. We've been 47. For a year, and we've got less than that. 47 likes, Campbell. 
How many have they got? 47 likes. They've got 47. Yeah. After one... 48. Bloat. <laughs> it's gone up. Do you just like it, friend? No, but it says here eight friends like the Zoe and Pierre show. I met of my friends. Yeah. Gotcha. How many of your friends like fanging around? None. I said before, three. There's four people, and one of them's not even real. I just find that terribly disheartening. Mm. Well, they did mark, they did promote it by saying, telling their Facebook friends to. Yeah, but we do that every week. Right, but you don't go select all friends, send. That's Should true. I be doing that? Oh, well, I don't because it's kind of annoying. They did. <laughs> yeah, well, they are professional marketers. We're not. That's my only beef with the show. What, that they're professionals? Yep. I guess it's Zoe's job, isn't it? Yeah. And P is in like, marketing. Oh, no, she's not. She's a... I don't know no, she, she does. does office work. Yeah. Okay. I don't feel so bad then. Maybe they could do a drawing and I could laugh at it. And then I'll feel better. <laughs> um, oh, what was that? That was the, the show starting up. Why are you listening to their show? You were on our podcast listening to their show. The first episode's oh, no been listened no to 37 times. Oops. That's Fleetwood Mac. <laughs> well, that's because I pressed play. James is rocking out down. to some... Um, Edge of 17. Edge of 17, that's the one. That is a good song. Um, hold on. They've already been downloaded how many times? 37. What about us? In total of all 24. our shows? <laughs> In total, 24. All of our shows. No, just our last episode. Blowing up like I thought I would. Same number, same word. It's all good. It's all good. Yeah, look. Should we know. emulate them then? If we want the same results. We should talk really quickly. About TV shows? Yes. Needs to be more You guys though. into Pretty Little Lies? No. I do like the name though because people at uni talk about PLLs, phase like loops. And then I come home and Zoe talks about PLLs. I tried Pretty to watch the life. first episode and it was so bad that I don't even know what the show is about. <laughs> oh, it's... What do you think about uh, Robert Downey Jr.'s career? No, what? Good like on. his pre, pre-Iron Man career. Drugs. I liked him on Ally McBeal. But that that was part of his comeback, though, wasn't it? Or did he, oh, he it was can't be part of his comeback. Oh no, that was because he sang um, "I'm Dreaming of a White Christmas," which mm. was everyone thought that was hilarious. Because I think the Christmas before he'd been arrested for like with heaps of coke. Mm. Everyone was like, "Lol, lol, lol." Yeah, I don't know really much to say about Robert Downey Jr. RDJ. I'm more of a Harry Connick Jr. fan if I had to pick a junior to be a fan of. What about Junior with Arnold Schwarzenegger? I remember that movie being Where funny. he gets pregnant. Really funny. I haven't seen it probably since I was a kid. Are you going to go see, uh, not The Untouchables, what is it? Twins 3? No, 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 what's that one? Twins 2. Twins 2, sorry, Twins 2. But there are three twins, it's triplets. 
No, what's that film, uh, The Expendables 2? I haven't seen The Expendables 1, so no. I don't want to miss out on the important plot points and, you know, the background and stuff. James? Uh, I don't know. Maybe. If it's not something I'll pay to see, that's the problem. <coughs> so you're going to torrent it? No, it's not your problem, it's the studio's. No, I mean, I probably wouldn't even torrent it. <laughs> <laughs> so like, someone, like, handed you the yeah. DVD, or, like, put it in the DVD player yeah. and push play. Like, there's so many movies like- that I've watched just because my brother and sister have it on disc that I would never actually watch. Um, If I didn't, you know. I'm starting uh, to feel bilious in here. Bilious? It's sick. From the smell. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, what... Quiz, what is uh, Arnold's middle name? Jay. Borchardega. A-L-O-I-S. L-A-O... A-L-O-I-S. Alois. I guess so. Alois. Alois. How tall is he? Six. Ten foot. Six. <coughs> six. Two. Metric, please. <laughs> Ooh, one ninety centimeters. Nice. Three meters. <laughs> um, what would you uh like to see happen on the uh coming weeks? That's not a quiz. It's what? <laughs> I don't know. That's not a question. Do you have any fan mail? Did you see some guy who's retweeted our um, <laughs> Willie Rocket retweeted our Invisible Woman highlight? Colin, no, Colin R. James. He's got the weirdest photo and he's from Bendigo, Victoria, Australia. He's only got one follow. He doesn't follow anyone, but he, he tweeted it. In fact, maybe where his only tweet he's ever made was... Hey. <gasps> That's quite an honour. I know. He's so only tweet. Shout out to Colin. Let us know what's with happened. With the weird photo, apparently. <laughs> so, some dude with a weird just, photo. He's holding up something and I don't know what it is. Like, it looks like it's photos. And he's got this... He's actually got a really awesome shirt on. Is it an official fanging around shirt? No, it's like it's 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 orange, but it's got dolphins on it, and it's the kind of thing that I would wear, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> orange with dolphins on it. Yeah, black dolphins, and it. Yeah, you a bit jealous. I am a bit jealous. This guy of sounds this like show, you two, you and him should get together, <laughs> hang out. Yeah, good old Colin. I want to know why he's called Colin, but his username's Willie Rocket. Why is your what? Would you, <laughs> why are you go the guy yeah. called Tom when your name is James? What the hell's Thomas Cove all about? Yeah, what's that about? Uh, anything else you want to chat about, guys? No. Um, have you read the Mad Lies of Hawk Hogan yet? No. Darren, no, there's no show notes. I would have. I was so that keen. Was, that was my show note. Well, it's, there's no. It's not on the show notes. That's my perpetual show note. <laughs> Doesn't work like that. That's oh, what, okay. what about <laughs> this? <coughs> well, should they preserve Neil Armstrong's body? No. Yeah. Like Lennon or whatever? Like put it Why? in some 
They should blast him off into space. Can't blast they send back. a rocket to the moon? Go back to where you came on? from. Yeah. But wouldn't you want to preserve the human flesh that first touched? Oh, boring. No. Yeah. Well, yeah. think about all the things else, all the stuff he's done. He's full of... He's done all sorts of fucked up shit since then, so... What? I don't know. Who knows what he's done? <laughs> what, are you, what are you implying? Well, you guys are acting like it's some sort of holy flesh because it's been <laughs> on the moon. Yeah. No, it's a symbolic gesture. Like, they keep landing in that little thing. Yeah, but it's... Nah. Yeah, they should build a shrine to him at NASA. But it's... Okay, I don't want to be down on Neil Armstrong. Mm. But if Neil Armstrong woke up sick two weeks before the moon mission blasted off, it wouldn't be Neil Armstrong on the moon. So, like, I know he did a lot, but he's not... He didn't, like, do everything. Did you hear that, that he, his actual application came in late and his friend just slipped him in the queue, like, in the pile? Really? Yeah. What a cool friend. And then friend. you end up being the most famous person in the world. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. His application for what? For astronaut? Yeah. Astronaut school. His NASA they application. Just have his open call. It's just astronauts at nasa.com these days, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, I think so, yeah. Just send a, send, a, send a thing in. Really? Yeah. I want to be an astronaut. I'll keep telling Harry to do it because he can do biology in space, but... Fred could do physics. I should do it. Right, well, you can do physics. Oh, man. I saw this talk by these Germans the other day. They're actually putting a physics experiment on a rocket Hmm. and they're blasting it up to the International Space Station. And then they're going to do one where they just put it on a a rocket and they just blast the rocket into space. How they crashed the Mars rover. Not a fan. But that was the engineer doing all that. Yeah, stuff. well, you know, engineers. Fred, do you think? Do you find the Big Bang Theory a little offensive? I find it deeply offensive. But actually, do you? Uh actually, I find it <laughs> annoying because before, if when I met people and I said, "Yeah, I'm a physicist," they just went, "Cool," and now they go, oh, the Big Bang they make theory. fun of you because you're not a theoretical physicist. <laughs> Theorist, anyway. Big Bang Theory made theoretical physicists the cooler. No way. <laughs> Yeah. They're not. No offence to all the theoretical physicists who are going to listen to this podcast. Right, but the the, you know public, I mean, the public have been educated by this show, by Chuck Laura. What, is what does he is. know about physicists? I don't know. Nothing. This is a guy... Isn't Sheldon... Sheldon's He's theoretical, the and he always puts down the experimental, so... Yeah. But it, doesn't, it never goes vice versa, so, it, you know, it's the most popular show in the world, and now it's teaching the whole world that theoretical physicists are the bomb. Well, apparently there's a bounce in the numbers of kids enrolled in physics. Mm. They're calling it the Big Bang Bounce. Yeah. Maybe I'll steal that name for my band. Is there any women, though, Fred? No. You can pick up. No. There's no women in physics. Oh, f- what? Well, there's very few. I was thinking about this for something I'm writing. What is one of the most common misconceptions out there? What do you think? What, just about physics or about everything? About, about everything. Oh, I don't know. But something to do there's with... There's a god? Yeah, probably. <laughs> no. No, something that people would actually... How statistics... Could bet some money on. How statistics work, like lottery numbers and gambling and that kind of stuff. No, I'm talking about like... Um, Talking about you know, was Pavlova? Everyone says Pavlova's Australian, but it was invented by New Zealand. Like all no, those little things. That. I don't know. Isn't this something? What are the biggest Reddit? ones that people just take assume like that? Russell Crowe's Australian. Yeah. Um, Nicole Kidman's Australian. Hugh Jackman's Australian. 
It's what they Ned self- Kelly's Australian. It's what they self-identify as. I don't know. The you- women's periods get in sync when they live together. Is that a misconception? Yeah. I had that misconception, but we proved that through extensive research. It's totally not true. Does that have anything to do with the moon? No. Nothing. <laughs> no. That's stupid. No, but, uh, no. Could it? Right, but, but I, like, okay. One of the a common misconception yeah. could be that the moon's bigger when it's close to the horizon. If you had done physics one one hundred and one, we would have told you that that's not true. Right, but that I'm, this is not facts. I'm but talking about. Then that about. depends on how you define looks bigger, because it is an optical illusion. What's well, a psychological illusion? Psychological illusion. Yeah, but is it psychological or is it a no, physics illusion? It's psycho, purely psychological. Yeah, that's see that I could see people having. We've had that argument. Yep. Yeah, but but it's yeah. Well, okay, so that's one that. on the list. It still does look bigger because yeah. So it's how you define What's the look next big? one. <sighs> we got one moon big. Oh, what about the other moon one I gave you? What was the other moon one? Women's period sinking. Okay, women's periods. I think there's a lot of misconceptions about women's periods. Yeah, the Republican Party has a lot of misconceptions <laughs> about. Yeah. Here's one. Oh, we're not allowed to talk about <laughs> the most important news of last week. That's different context. Oh, we're allowed to talk about it now? Yep. I think you're setting double standards, right? Fine, we won't talk about it. Misconceptions um, that... No uh, R section this week. Pardon? No R segment this week. What's R segment? <laughs> the internet. Oh, no, no. Can we not have that segment? <laughs> no. Um, What's well, Harry's favourite? So It'd be a shame for him to be the size of the moon at the horizon and um, women's periods. These are all moon. These are the two ones. biggest no. misconceptions. <laughs> mo- mo- misconceptions about the moon. Yes. Well, it was our first mystery, really. Wasn't so, what's it? Weird, women's periods thinking got to do with the moon? Oh, it's all moon based. <laughs> Is it? Well, that's the other misconception. That Fred thinks, seems to think that it has something to do with the moon. The, the, the females' reproductive cycles in sync with the moon. Yep. Well, you think about all your other bodily functions that aren't in sync with the moon. Mm. Yeah, but that doesn't mean there isn't one that is. I thought they were. Well, I don't know. It's all a little bit too convenient. I know, it's just happenstance, isn't it? Yeah, but why do, they have the same, why do they have approximately the same period? That's a physics joke. <laughs> that was gold because it's about periods and it's also the length of time between two of them. Anyway. You should write for the Big Bang Theory. I should write yeah. for the Big Bang Theory. Do um, they do lots of menstruation send in a uh, Send in a spec script, Fred. Um, so that's it. We've found the two biggest. I don't know. I don't have very many misconceptions. Well, you revealed two about periods. Yep. I should point out, I sound like a bit of an idiot. I know a lot about women, all right, Cal? I'm not doing myself any favors trying to dispel the Big Bang stereotype. Um, I'm sure you could look this up on the internet, James. You probably know more than us about that. It's well. What question would you put into Google to find that out? What's the list of misconceptions? Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. But you get just silly stuff. 
Doesn't Wikipedia have an article about this? I want stuff that people actually argue over. Like list of I've common misconceptions. People... Right. But tell us what's on that uh, list. I'll right. vet these. Yeah. Apparently, here's one. In ancient Rome, the vomitorium was the entrance through which crowds entered and exited right, as a but stadium. but no one, you've never heard anyone argue about what the purpose of the vomitorium. You mean something people argue about or something yeah. people b- believe? Well, the people, when you go around meeting people, Fred, I'm talking about the people. What do we argue about? Yeah. I don't know. Like, obviously, I'm talking about the misconceptions of Sunday trading, right? But I don't think anyone else cares about that. But that's not necessarily a misconception because that's, I need something that's that's you know, your opinion on Sunday. I need training. something that's universal that people can. Aeroplane food's awful. Oof. Right? Did you hear that? Apparently, Global tomato one. juice actually tastes good in the air. See, they just study. True. It's because you got nothing else. It's like one time I we went camping out in the middle of the bush, had some lunch, had like sardines in tomato sauce on to- on bread, and I thought it tasted absolutely amazing because it was like it was the only thing to eat. Hmm. Came back to Perth, had it, and it was disgusting. Okay, so you guys have got eat limited sardines? options. Yeah, I love sardines. What do you? How do you eat them? Do you fry them? You just spread them on toast with lots of butter, and you eat them. Spread them? Well, they're kind of already cooked and squishy. Oh, XKCD has a, con- a comic on misconception. XKCD has a comic on almost everything. Can I give a shout out to the site xkcdsucks.com? What's on that? It's just like this guy here, every time there's an XKCD, he just moans about how crap it is. Is it actually a labour of love, though? I don't know. Yeah, because well, it's like he hates it so much. He oh, so much. Okay. All these people putting so much effort into this going on about how much it sucks that it's almost like they love it alright I'm going to sign off <laughs> thanks Probably for tuning the in the strangest episode live the one with, the one you want a better show go check shit. out the Zoe and <laughs> find it on Facebook and like it right now we should just ride their coattails yeah let them do maybe we should buy an advert for our show on their <gasps> show we should edit it James, you could edit the sound, like make an ad for our show in their show. No, I've, well, I've, <laughs> like given them, like, I've given them all Can't the you just control. take down the audio of their show and replace it with our show? <laughs> no, because I've... Yeah, it's all... All right. I got to well. go and clean some dog turds off my <laughs> shoe. That's what I'm doing tonight. <laughs> <laughs> an evening of picking dog turds. Wonderful. All right. Good it night, probably everybody. won't come off. For... Okay. It has to come off. See you, Camel. Tune us in. Find us at fangaround.com. Send us an email from the listener mail segment. Or you can send a voicemail or you can send an email or you can send a tweet or a Facebook or a form spring. It's up to you how you want to do it. Yeah.